welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler. Ladies and gentlemen, Court Winsett's in the house. I mean, you say that like it's a surprise. <laughs> We've been doing this for 70 episodes, Katie. I know. Katie. Maybe, but you know, there may just be one episode where you're just not here. There, Is there may, foreshadowing? There may, there may be. You never maybe. know. Maybe. Get or maybe your fill of court while you can, because he may be gone soon. Maybe there'll be an episode where you get rid of me. Uh, you know, I don't know. I've been trying to get rid of you for 69 episodes. Number 70, and we're still going strong. There's no Ouch. <laughs> please do that bell, please. <laughs> Boxing bell. Do that bell, please. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Katie? Okay, so we talked about investing in clothes and how important that is, and really thinking about those staple items to have, and... I mean, I know that uh, Court and Cam immediately after that episode went out and bought their jean jackets, right? Of course. No, I absolutely did not. (laughs) At least they got the leather jacket. I mean, I have a leather jacket, so. (laughs) Okay, so when I was thinking about it, I was like, furniture, that's another thing. It's a hot topic. It's, you know, I think most everybody has furniture, Well, we're actually, I mean, like right now we're in the throes of of all sorts of furniture decisions here around the, the office. Yeah. Uh, because we've got furniture for a new patio. We've got furniture for a new office. I mean, you know, we're just doing all sorts of furniture. But yeah, furniture at home is kind of a, it's kind of a, a sticky thing, you know? Well, what really sparked my idea for this is college move-in. Like that's going on right mm. now. That's happened. And I keep seeing all these pictures of these beautiful dorm rooms and apartments that these parents are setting up for their kids. And... Yes, it's typically the female ones, but it is these beautiful places with this great furniture. And I'm like, they're in college. Do you know what happens in college? Like that poor furniture. I mean, especially a girl's dorm room at a place like Ole Miss, which is those are the kind of schools where you're seeing the girls with the dolled up dorm rooms. Girls are not having parties in their dorm rooms. Uh, 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 okay, no, we're going to get off a little side note here. When I went to college, I had an on-campus apartment, and we had a very cute apartment, but all the football players lived above us, and all the football players came and hung out in our apartment because we cooked. <laughs> so our furniture got the abuse of these big old 300-pound football players sitting in it. I said dorm room. Okay, I was well, talking about a dorm room. But anyway. Moving so, on. Yeah. <laughs> We just thought talking about furniture and the investment of that and like when to buy it and when to spend the money on it and not. And that's just something you need to talk about because there is a lot of decisions about when to get the cheaper options or the more expensive options. And if you have children, get the cheaper option. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to it, but. What are we going to do today? We're not going to oh, do our well, list. Is it, well, we're doing a list. It's just a special edition list. It's my favorite kind of list. It's Twitter nugs. We're going to do some Twitter nugs about um, uh, about furniture, basically. Yeah. So start us off, Katie. Give us the first Twitter nug. Okay. Do I get a medal or a trophy after I finish building this IKEA dresser? If you want to know if you are compatible with someone, take them to Ikea and then build furniture together. So true. What table should I get at Ikea? The one that will fix my marriage or the one that will finish breaking it? (laughs) Okay, are all of these about Ikea? No, but Ikea is such... When you think about (laughs) furniture lately, especially, you think about Ikea and building it. (laughs) Okay. Why are chairs like $600? I'm just trying to sit. (laughs) I feel like you said this. This is just something you would have said. Yeah. I like giving names to my furniture. Right now, I'm chilling with Oscar the Couch. 
Okay. A woman is able to conjure up superhuman strength when her child is in danger and when she wants to rearrange furniture. This is so true. <laughs> this is this is my wife. It hasn't happened in a while, but I used to come home on a regular basis and she would have moved giant pieces of furniture <laughs> all over the house. I have no idea how she did it. And it like changing the feng shui and that wasn't that a thing? Yeah, I've seen Abby move an entire sectional by herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, not sure if the furniture manufacturer is giving me extra parts to be nice or to make me think that I put the furniture together wrong. Oh, everybody always ends up with some extra screws at least. Yep. What really sucks is when you end up running out of screws before you're done. Then you're really yeah. screwed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One day I hope to be wealthy enough to not do a double take every time I see abandoned furniture on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm if I'm so wealthy that I don't do a double take anymore, but I'm I'm certainly just too old for that, and I don't have a car that could that I could just load something into. We still we we put furniture on the curb. Uh, it's it, fascinating how fast it goes away. Oh yeah, it, it, I mean because on on okay, so Collierville where, where we live, if you set if you set a large appliance or a large piece of furniture on the curb on trash day. Um, they have a special unit that comes around and picks all that stuff up, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people set large pieces out on the, the night before trash day. And there are people, I swear to you, that come out to Collierville with their truck mm -hmm. and just drive around looking for stuff that they can grab. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One day, one day I saw a guy with a truck and a trailer driving around. Yeah, that's like our neighborhood. I mean, there are multiple vans and trucks with trailers and they just go around before trash day. It's crazy. I've never taken furniture, but I will have to admit, and sorry for this little side note, my neighbor at my old house put out a vacuum cleaner and it was like right around October. So I snatched that vacuum cleaner and then I spray painted it so hopefully she wouldn't notice. But then like two weeks later, it was in my front yard and it was set up with the Sanderson sisters as mm -hmm. she was riding the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So. Yeah, by the way, Katie decorates her yard every Halloween. Like she goes all out. She has skeletons and there's a theme every year. That's my favorite. <laughs> Okay, the main function of the little toe on your foot is to make sure all the furniture in the house is in the right place. <laughs> it's so true. Anyone need a mattress? Every dad when they pass a mattress on the side of the road. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, there are your Twitter nugs. Okay, so when you're thinking about furniture, I mean, one of the one of the one of the nuggets we did was a uh, Wire chairs like six hundred dollars, right? And that's that's the truth. I mean, furniture yeah. furniture is expensive. I mean, yeah. But then it's you, also is it it's can be as expensive to buy cheap furniture. Yeah, I, we'll 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 get into that. <laughs> I, I have a sofa that started off really nice, and having been in the house with us, and mind you, it's been in the house with us for six years now, approximately. And so we're talking about my older age kids being in the house with this sofa. And it was yeah. a really nice sofa when it started. And after being in the house for six years with three kids and two dogs, it is destroyed. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and it's it, it was it was a good sofa. And, you know, when you see that happen to a good sofa, you're like, man, why don't I... But think that? about the return on your investment. How long have you had that sucker? Like I said, it's been about six years. Yeah. So, I mean... My parents have a sofa that has lasted them 20 years. When you, you don't, I mean, you know, if you buy a good piece of furniture, you anticipate that it will last you a good long time. If it's a classic style that's not going to go out of style and it looks good and you yeah. take care of it, it should last you a while. It should. Um, my parents have a couch in their house that they got when they built the house and it was, 
it's so long. You know, David Pickler's very tall, so it's one that he can lay on, but they had to bring it in before the window was in upstairs. And so the only way you're getting that sucker out of there is chopping it in half. And we're all like, "Mm -mm, no, Mm -hmm. you cannot get rid of that. And it's still in great condition. It's kind of, it's, you don't feel well, go upstairs and take a nap on it. Mm. When you're considering buying furniture, and it really is, it's looking at the life, like where are you in your life at that point? What is this for? And some things to consider is durability. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it going into a frat house? Okay, well, you might as well just go find one on the side of the road because yeah. that's what it's going to be need like. You have it covered in plastic. Yeah. Um, is it going to have animals around? Is it going to have small children around? Or are you one of those that has this perfect pristine couch that no one actually ever sits on and it's just there? Mm. I mean, you've got to consider that. And the reality is most of us, you probably eat your meals on your couch sometimes. You, you hang out and you got to consider all of that with, is it going to be able to handle those crazy jumping up and down? Because it's football's back and, you know, someone's going to sling a drink up as they're getting excited because touchdown. Uh, you know, <laughs> I... I... I, I I can spill a drink on a sofa without any help from football games. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. You know, th- things get spilled, things get, you know, it's just a, it's My a, children are so good at that. We we bought furniture from Haverty's. We haven't even finished paying it off yet, mm-hmm. and they have marked up multiple pieces. Yeah, we had we bought a really really nice chair and ottoman and a love seat. And I don't think a sofa. I think it was just the chair and ottoman and a love seat from from uh, from Haverty's. And the love seat just got destroyed. And the chair just got destroyed. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got to think about that. And the reality is this furniture is going to be well-loved. I mean, that's what you hope for. It's something that you can have in your home and use it. So it will have these marks on it. Okay. Cost-effectiveness. That is something to consider with the item is making sure that you're getting your money's worth out of it. Maybe you care about if it makes a statement. Does it meet your needs? That's important to make sure like, do you really need this? Is it important? One of the interesting things that I, that that, that does it meet your needs is an interesting question. I was watching uh, an interior design show on some channel or maybe Netflix the other day and, and they were doing interior design for a house for a basketball player. Mm -hmm. And so they were talking about how deep the sofa needed to be because he has really long legs. So when he sits down, he needs it to go. But he also, the other people in his household are not nearly as tall as he is. So he needed furniture that fit him. And I don't think that Robin and I have ever, when we were purchasing furniture, really thought specifically about the depth of what, what what we were buying. But we definitely have a sofa that is way too deep for us. That's, that nobody in the house sits on because it's just, it's way too deep. Oh, see, that would not be a problem at my house. When I purchased my sofa, I went and had to lay down on it to make sure it was enough space for me to like sleep on it because I fall asleep in the living room with the TV on all the time. Mm. So I needed to make sure... and. I wanted my sectional to have a little nook that I can kind of just sink back into because that's my favorite spot. So I'm a tester of furniture for Mm. sure. And that's why it's hard to buy furniture online. It's, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. You can't touch it, feel it. You can't really see the size of it. I mean, we all, no matter how much people measure, some people just have problems with looking at like the size of the dimensions of it and then actually in their space. And that's even when you're buying in a store too. Something to consider is thinking about the longer term and 
that obviously like when you're sending a kid off to college, then Target or Ikea are really your best friend buying those quick little things you can put together and pop up in a dorm room. And if it lasts them, hopefully all four years of college, great. Um, but it's, you don't want to buy, you don't want to invest in a very nice bookshelf or a very nice couch for them to take to college and have to move multiple times because every time you move those things, it wears and tears on them so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did actually uh, last week throw out a bookshelf that is one I had from college that was one of those targets before Ikea was really a big deal, but those like basic like cube things Mm -hmm. And it is so wobbly. And I finally was like, I got to get rid of this. And yeah. I mean, it's it's been a minute since I was in college. So it lasted way longer than it was supposed to. But it's one of those, I feel like, you know, you don't send your, you don't give your little kid something really expensive because they're probably going to end up messing it up. You don't send college kids with really nice furniture because they're probably going to mess it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. No, there's no question about that. Yeah. We had, my parents had sort of like spare furniture that mm-hmm. that basically they use through their three children uh through not necessarily dorm rooms we all we all went to schools where the dorm room was tiny and basically the furniture that was supplied by the school was the only thing you could fit in there but then we all um all of us all three of us at some point moved out into like a, a rental home or something like that for part of our college experience and there are there are a, a few pieces of furniture that I'm pretty sure made it through all three of our rental homes over the course of our lives so and then by the time I was done with it it was done it, the furniture was like screw you guys I'm going home it was done it was like I'm out of here I'm running away yeah so on that I mean I'm a big fan of hand me down furniture especially when you're first starting out, because you don't want to, you don't know that that's your forever home. You don't want to make the investment. And if you've got family members that are willing to loan you furniture or gift you furniture, go for it. You don't have to have this perfect magazine house. You just need to have a dresser and a bed and a couch and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So there is a couch in my house currently. And this couch was my dad's when he was in college i'm pretty sure i'm sure he'll correct me on that one when he was in college um and he had to actually get his girlfriend at the time which was not my mom get her to co-sign on the loan for this couch because he did not have enough credit or whatever it was at that point he didn't have enough to do this by himself and so this couch has been around it was through his college years been with my parents was in my brother's room when he was growing up went to my brother's apartment, then came to me, and now I have it in my house. We're talking 40-some-odd years here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been recovered a couple of times, but this mm-hmm. is a pull-out couch. So that, like this, I mean, it is heavy as all get out. Like, yeah. I've been told by many people we are not moving it again because yeah. it's so heavy. Yeah, we. Uh, my parents had a, uh, I, I, the couch I grew up on uh, was a pull-out couch that was in our, was in our, den in the house that I grew up in. And, uh, it was recovered multiple times. It spent time in, uh, multiple houses with my parents first. And then it ultimately, it was, uh, it was a couch that made it through at least one of my, um, college rentals. And then I think it even might still be in use by my sister to this day. If yeah. I think, if I'm thinking about it. So yeah, we've got, so that, that's, that is, that, that's one thing that's good about some furniture is if you buy the right piece of furniture, you mm-hmm. can get it recovered. Yeah. And it's not just a total loss. You don't just have to throw it away. But the problem is 
like my dad had this great recliner. It wasn't like the the big ugly, you know, fills up the room, has mm-hmm. the big crank handle on it that <laughs> kicks you back and then launches you forward like a catapult. It was <laughs> it, it looked more like just a normal chair, but if you pushed it back on the back, it you know, this kickstand kicked up from the underneath it and the the, the back would go back. But it was leather. And when they oh. looked into getting it recovered, it was it was more expensive to get the chair recovered than it would have been to just get a new chair entirely. Yeah. But you know, having having the ability to recover furniture is definitely a big. If you can, if you can, it's great. Yeah, and I mean, most of the time you'll hear that older furniture is much more solid. It's heavier, so it's not ideal for someone who's going to be moving a lot. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to consider when you're buying furniture, are you going to be moving a lot? I mean, I picture. Uh, Cam, are you ready? I pitch your friends. Pivot! Pivot! <laughs> them moving the couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, if you were living in an apartment up several flights, you might want to consider your furniture. Yeah. Um, if you are someone who is living in an apartment in college and you know you're going to be jumping around and moving place to place, you might want to consider the furniture you have and that you don't have big, heavy pieces or don't have really delicate very expensive pieces because every time you move it's going to get dinged up Mm -hmm. things are going to happen to it Uh, another thing to consider is you know make sure you understand will you be using this furniture so much it's trendy of like oh i need to have a china cabinet well do you really need a china cabinet or do you just think you've come to that point of your life that you need a china cabinet i mean do you have china I, don't, I mean, yeah, that's you got to ask that question. I, 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 we have China, so we have to have somewhere where we keep the China. You know, the, the whole point of China cabinet is really more of a display function than anything. Mm-hmm. It's not really a storage unit so much as it is a, a display of your fine China. Okay, little side note. We're going to go down a little side street here. That That is another interesting question that I have. When Robin and I got married, we registered for China and, and crystal and silver and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And we wanted to get... Uh, as many place settings as we could of all of it. But I was talking to somebody recently, a bride who had registered for all of it because her mom told her to register for all of it. But she was like, I don't really see the point. I don't need this stuff. Why, why would I, why would I want somebody to buy me a $50 plate when they can buy me a $50 something that I'll actually use? So is that, is that a generational thing or did what was y'all's experience? I think it's a generational thing. Like I registered for nicer everyday dishes and I did register for, because I host parties, I register for a lot of serving pieces, and I did register for some nicer glasses. Mm-hmm. But I have my great grandmother's china, and I know that I will inherit my mom's china. So I didn't register for my own china per se. It was more just a nicer everyday one. But I'll tell you, I still use those three or four random plates I have for my college setting as my like true everyday one. And what I call my nicer everyday one is if like you guys come over for dinner, I'm going to serve you on my nicer China. Mm. Yeah, we registered for China and we got a ton of it, but we also inherited my great grandmother's China and we have nowhere to display it. So it sits in boxes in the closet. Yeah, we have a we have a a small china cabinet cabinet that was uh that was my grandmother's and we have Robin's aunts all passed their china on to Robin. And so we have we have not only the china that we got when we were getting married, and we also have uh seasonal china, so like we have holiday uh, of china course you and, have to. And then we also have her great aunt's china, two different sets of of china from from her great aunt's. So um We've got all the china we need. 
our cabinet is not is not really big and we don't entertain. So what's the point in displaying our china? We don't ever let people come into our house because our furniture is so nasty. <laughs> Maybe you need to invest in some better furniture. Okay, another thing to think about is discount furniture. We made those jokes about IKEA, but discount furniture often means a lot of assembly, which can then mean user error of trying to put them together. Well, not only that, but I mean, se- several of those jokes were about the the damage it can do to a marriage. Robin, if we buy something that has to be put together by me, Robin will leave the house. Oh, Robin will not stay in the house if I have to put together furniture. She will find an excuse to leave. Yeah, uh... Daniel and I had to put together a crib for my niece, and we got in so many fights about it. And then we tried to put another piece of Ikea together, and I started jumping ahead and was like, oh, this looks like it goes together. And I screwed it all up, and it was really hard to undo. lost my mind on you, Katie. Follow the directions, young lady. (laughs) Lord have mercy. So next time you want to build furniture, tell Robin to call me, and we'll hang out. Mm. Okay, so five reasons why furniture is worth the investment. You get what you pay for. I mean, it's as simple as that. You're tempted to save money and buy lower quality, but most of the time means that it's not going to last as long. I will throw in there that you get what you pay for. I was the sucker of seeing Martha Stewart furniture, thinking, oh, Martha Stewart furniture. This has got to be like, I mean, it's name brand. It's a big deal. I bought this Martha Stewart China cabinet, desk, and then like matching little um, drawer thing next to it. Thought it was going to be awesome. It was white. It was just going to be so pretty and everything. A thing is a piece of crap. (laughs) It has Martha Stewart's name on it. It had Martha Stewart's prices on it. But it is, I mean, I have stuff that I bought from Target and put together that last way i mean the stuff that i got from target in college has lasted longer than this desk and china cabinet and stuff that i bought four years ago and it's falling apart already katie katie Katie, i just want to warn you don't be dissing martha there is now record of you dissing martha she will send her goons after you probably she's got people probably but i'm just (laughs) saying it's I do want to throw that out there that just because it's more expensive doesn't necessarily mean it's higher quality. You've got to make sure it's look at the pricing and know that if you are buying cheap, then more than likely it is cheap. But just because you're paying more money doesn't necessarily mean it's not cheaply made. Mm. But just think about it. Look at the higher quality. Look at the reviews. If you can touch and feel it. Isn't isn't Crate and Barrel like the cream of the crop? Or is it just expensive? You know, there's a store locally here, and I'm not even sure if it's still open, but it was it was the, you know, it was a it was a nicer furniture it was store than 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 just your run of the mill furniture store called Ethan Allen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like I remember, Robin and I got it. It was a really nice gift, um, but it was a, a gift certificate to Ethan Allen. At the time, we were broke. And just married. Like, we had no money. We we didn't even have any kids yet. But Robin was pregnant. And this gift certificate that we got, again, a very nice gift. But it was to Ethan Allen. And we couldn't find anything at Ethan Allen that we could use that gift certificate toward mm. without paying extra money. Except for, like, either some lamps or something like that. Or a crib. And so we have this really extraordinarily nice crib that was 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 Cakey's first first bed 
Um, and it, it was well made and really, really nice. And I mean, strong and sturdy and all the great things. We still have it somewhere because we kept it. Because I was like, that's the most expensive crib we're <laughs> ever going to see in the world. But yep. it was the only thing we could get from Ethan Allen. Uh, you know. Well, it's, I mean, we're going to talk about that in a minute about budget and making sure not to break the bank. So another thing that, you know, the reasons to think about investment in furniture, the quality is visible for sure. Cheap furniture generally looks cheap. And so maybe, you know, if you are having people over, you want to have your nicer items visible. But obviously, if it's in a kid's bedroom, it doesn't matter if the bookshelf looks extravagant or is cheap. It's a kid's bedroom. Tell that to Kiki. Or it's like in your garage, if you've got shelves, it doesn't have to be something, you know... My garage is where my shelves have died. Like they're no longer allowed in the house, so they have to they're banished to the garage. And they work fine in the garage, but like you're no longer in the house anymore. I I I want some nice stuff in my garage. I mean, our our garage is not a garage, it's a carport. Um <laughs> and and everybody that that at least anybody that knows us that would come to our house for a visit comes in through the garage or through the carport because yeah. that's the door we use. And so it's it is like the gateway to our house. I really <laughs> like it if it looked nice. So I, I mean, but that that is an example right there, court of our priorities. Like mm-hmm. I think that my nicer furniture needs to be in my living space and stuff, and I don't care necessarily about the garage. But you know, if that's your but problem. I'm walking through your front door. Like I, I don't know if that's what everybody does, but when I come to your house, I generally come through the front door. So I'm not I'm not seeing your garage now because you don't have the garage code. Oh, (laughs) you think I don't. (laughs) Okay, moving on. More quality means more comfort. Think about that. I mean, most people want their furniture to be comfortable. They don't want that awkward chair that nobody can sit in that just looks pretty. I mean, if that's your style, then okay. But most people, I feel like, who are probably listening to our podcast, like, you want comfort. You want to come home after a long day and, you know, sit down with an adult beverage if you want and be comfortable in your couch or chair or whatever. Let me let me put it to you this way. I could I could make a sofa out of marble, like sculpt it, and it would be beautiful, and it would be heavy, and it would be sturdy, and last forever and ever, and it would you know also be extraordinarily expensive, but it wouldn't necessarily be comfortable. If that's what you want, and you have a bat cave and a marble couch, okay, <laughs> but you know at least put like a blanket on it or something. Normally, people are going to put put more money into you know soft. Is it, is it soft? Is it comfortable? Does it support your back? Does yeah. it, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're buying. Yeah. Which goes into the next one. Your health is important. Uncomfortable furniture can negatively impact your body. Word. I mean, bad mattresses. Oh my God. So that can really, I mean, if you sleep on a bad mattress, then you are messed up for a couple of days. And we don't even, we don't even have a bad mattress per se. It's just not, it's just not, it's not a good mattress for us. Yeah. We, we need something different. Okay, you're investing in your quality of life. I mean, furniture is so much your quality of life. If you wouldn't think twice about spending money on electronics that we know will be outdated in a matter of years, if not months, you might want to consider reprioritizing your home spending because high quality can give you joy, Court, (laughs) and improve your home life for decades to come. Oh, my word. Where did you get this? (laughs) Did you copy and paste that from like the happy website or something? It's the happiest place on earth. Yes. But, (laughs) but seriously, like if you have 
an ugly eyesore piece of furniture in your house. And every time you walk in, it's going to put you in a mood. Or if you have this wonderful bed or this wonderful couch that you just can't wait to get home and relax on, then, I mean, that's what you do. So I just ended up getting this giant, it's essentially a beanbag. Beanbags are back. And I got this big old giant beanbag to put up in my theater room. And I'm so excited for the first movie I can watch and just like, Plop down on that thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I do want to point out to you, just so you know, Katie does not have a full Parsenium Arch uh, theater in her home. She is talking about her... My her media... Media my, room. Yes. Her, her, her large screen TV and so forth. She does not have a theater in her house. No. No. Okay. Furniture worth the investment. So this is kind of think about like the staple clothing items we talked about on the Investing Clothes episode. So this is kind of like your black dress of Furniture World. So a sofa. Duh. I mean, that's that's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. You stick to the neutrals. Don't go trendy. You can always swap out pillows and throws and change the room paint color. Pay extra for that stain-resistant fabric. Be realistic. Do not get the pretty white couch when you know that you have dogs and children or even a messy spouse. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really liked that idea of how getting a neutral sofa and that you can change everything else around it, but spend the money for a good sofa that's neutral that you can adjust. Do, do either of y'all, um, do, do y'all eat at a table? Like, do you go home at night and have dinner at the table, Cam? Yep. Every night? Except Fridays we eat on the couch. See? And then what about you and Daniel? <laughs> when it's just me and him, it's pretty much we like use the coffee table and sit on the couch yeah robin and i pretty much are just couch eaters at this point yeah so if are, are you gonna have food on that couch then you know it makes sense to have that stain resistant stuff oh yeah okay the next one bed frame and headboard this is important like the whole bedroom suit like pick timeless pieces it's so easy to get stuck into the trendy but again with this you can change out mattresses you can change change out mattresses change out um what am I trying to say? Comforters. Mm-hmm. You can change out the paint in the room. You can change out pictures, but get a timeless, good, sturdy headboard. You you do not want to get a janky little headboard that like you have to worry in the middle of the night is someone going to roll over and it collapses because that would be terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, next one. Mattress. So important to make sure you're on something that is comfortable for you because all these studies out there say how sleep is so important. If you have a crappy mattress, then I feel like your life's just going to be crappy. Mm -hmm. So invest in your health, invest in yourself, get a good mattress. Now, my rule of thumb, if you're buying mattresses for guest beds, do not get the most comfortable mattress ever because then they'll never leave. (laughs) Like I have a decent mattress on my guest beds, but I did not go for the top of the line best mattress because I want people... To be comfortable, but not so comfortable that they never want to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay, hutch or uh, chest of drawers. That's important to get, you know, keep your clothes. Make sure you've got it where it coordinates. It's timeless. Maybe you have it in the bedroom. Maybe it's something you have in the living room that holds extra dishes or holds board games or whatever it could be. But just having that staple piece that can really hold things for you. Yeah, we've got we've got chests and, and so forth all over our house. The one thing that I've always been jealous of, a friend of mine, uh, when he got married, um, w- actually he and his wife both were friends of mine, so I should say friends of mine when they got married, um, they got something called a master chest. Oh. Which was, was basically the width of a 
dresser. So mm-hmm. two drawers wide, but the height of a chest of drawers. So it was like six drawers tall. And, you know, so they both had six drawers stacked right next to each other. I feel like that's something out of Beating the Beast. Oh, man, it was beautiful. And I wanted it so bad because Robin and I, we we do have clothing space issues. We always have. (laughs) And this last one on this list, I don't know that I necessarily agree with, but they said investing in unique furniture. Maybe it's antique armoire. It's an old wardrobe, a small roll top desk. Invest in that one piece you can't quit thinking about and would give your home some expression of your personality. I think that's one of those that, yes, if it fits in your budget and you've already covered all your other bases and you've got furniture everywhere else, okay, yeah. But a lot of times I think, and this may be a generational thing or this may be, you know, depending on who you are, a lot of times those unique pieces I feel like are the hand-me-downs from your family. Like if you've inherited your mom's, grandfather clock or a cool table or something like that but everybody's style is different some people go out junking and searching for those pieces and find them well Uh, i mean you know if i saw if i saw that master chest uh, you'd be buying it i'd be buying it yeah no question (laughs) okay six mistakes people make when buying furniture one you can never measure enough returning can be a pain yes yeah i can only imagine uh um, friends, they take the couch up there, and if it doesn't fit, having to return it and bring it all back down, mm. it'd be crazy. Yeah. Lots of pivots. More pivots. <laughs> Think about how the furniture will look with the rest of your furniture. Mm. That's yeah. key. Yeah. I mean, I, I know personally my house right now is a hodgepodge of things that um, I've had that, you know, my brother's moved to a different house. He's given me stuff. My husband's family's, you know, given us stuff. And we know that we're in transition, and so it's kind of we're buying pieces one at a time as we, you know, get rid of some other ones. But think about if, obviously, you get a black piece of furniture and everything else in your house is brown, you know that's going to stand out more. Furniture should fit your lifestyle. Yeah, what does this mean? (laughs) So if you had a marble couch, there you go. If you had a marble couch, that doesn't fit your lifestyle because I like to, at night, we sit on the couch and eat dinner. We like to sit and watch our TV shows on that couch. So... And red wine would stain marble. Marble, of course. Yeah. So my sister-in-law comes over and spills a red wine on my couch. It would ruin the marble. All of a sudden, you've got a really expensive marble couch with a red wine exactly. stain on it. Come on. Or it's like, do you remember those egg little chair things that um they had in like Mars Attacks and they've had them in like Austin Powers? That would not fit somebody's lifestyle because those aren't comfortable. Like the men in black ones? Men in black ones, yeah. I love those chairs. Could you have... I've never sat in one. I don't know if they're comfortable Would your family be happy if they came back from school and you had replaced the couch and all you had was a bunch of those little egg chair circle things? I would be happy, which in my life is all that's important. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the next one. Don't rush. This is... You don't rush with buying a house. You don't rush with buying a car. Well, some people do, but... This is something you need to take a step and think about. You don't need to just be like, oh, I need, you know, a new dining room table. Let me just go and buy it real quick. Do your research. Figure it out. I mean, in this day and age, look at reviews. Ask friends for suggestions. Find out what they like. And figure out, does it fit your lifestyle? Because if you aren't going to be hosting, do you really need a dining room table? Or could you instead put a video game in there? I don't know. Something like that. What fits your lifestyle? Yeah, we had a, at the first house at our starter home, we had a, uh, we had a dining room that we actually um, turned into like a little library type study, like extra den, almost yeah. extension of the, um, because we, we, we didn't have, we, we didn't really have the need for that dining room. Um, 
But, you know, now our house has a dining room and we've actually got a dining room table in there and we don't ever go in there. We keep the doors closed so the dogs can't go in there. Nobody goes in there. Nobody uses it. So it's just wasted space. It's just wasted space. That's not bringing you joy. It's, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. It's just, it's just there. Okay, here's the next one. Think about maintenance. That's important. If you have, you know, something that you need to oil and like keep protected a certain way, is it going to be hard to clean if something happens to it? Is it something that, you know, just you got to think about all the different maintenance that could happen with it. Mm -hmm. And if you do have those older pieces and if something was to go wrong with it, it's harder to find someone to repair them if something happened. Yeah. Stay within your price range. Ladies and gentlemen, we are a financial podcast. We are working at Pickler Wealth Advisors. We want you to make sure you are not blowing your budget on these fabulous egg chairs. We want to, or this marble couch. <laughs> we want you to stay within your budget. And it's maybe one of those separating the want versus the need. And yes, if your bed is falling apart and your mattress is causing you so much health issues, you need that. You need to invest in something good for your overall health. Now, if your couch has some stains on it from the kids, but it still overall looks fine. See if you can just like flip the cushion or like put a pillow there or something and hide it and make it work for a while until you can build into your budget buying a new couch. We have flipped every cushion. <laughs> there are no cushions left to flip. This couch is dead. <laughs> you know, you try and slowly bring it into your budget and make sure that it's not going to break the bank. Yeah. I talked about this before, but don't get suckered into the name brands. I mean, so many celebrities will come out with lines of lamps and couches and chairs and stuff. And it's a lot of times you're paying for that name mm -hmm. and you're not necessarily paying for higher quality. So that's something to be careful about. You got to know yourself. You don't have to spend a lot of money on different things if it doesn't fit your budget. It doesn't fit your lifestyle. Nothing is wrong with hand-me-downs or, you know, getting different things from family members. I will also say that, you know, locally in Memphis, and I'm sure there's probably other places, there's this great organization called Le Passe, and they do a consignment sale um, once a year, and they have where people have donated or they've, you know, given these items to be sold, and when I moved back to Memphis, my first apartment, I bought from there these gorgeous bed frames and dressers and a dining room table, all of this stuff from them for super, super cheap, but it was good, solid furniture. It was just somebody was trying to get rid of it. And so I got it. And a lot of those pieces are still in my house today. Like I've moved the bedroom suit is to my guest room and I'm still using that same dining room table mm -hmm. because right now me and Daniel, it was better to upgrade our bedroom furniture and then, you know, maybe in a couple years, we'll upgrade our dining room stuff. But it's, there is nothing wrong with finding good things like that. If it's good furniture and getting a cheaper price on it, knowing that it's, you're kind of in between stuff, that you're going to have it. You've grown up a little bit. You want some nicer stuff, but you're not ready to fully invest because furniture is expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. And that is where OPM comes in. Y'all remember about OPM? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so other people's money. You know, Cam, you already kind of alluded to this with Haverty's, talking about how a lot of furniture stores 
have the ability for you to finance them. Yeah. They may have where you get a credit card and have 0% financing for 12 months or whatever it is. And so there is nothing wrong with you taking advantage of that. Yeah. That's the way we bought our bed was uh, zero zero percent financing for 12 months, pay it off in 12 months, and you don't have, you, you never charge any interest. Yeah. Um, of course, it, the bed is a, a torture device, but, you know, <laughs> still, we got it 0% financing, so... I think you need some help with picking furniture. I mean, we can't help you be a better picker of your furniture. We're just trying to give you the tools you need. I mean, I have I have picked some good pieces over over my marriage, um, which is really don't. I didn't start picking my own furniture until I got married. I've picked some good pieces. I've picked some bad pieces. Robin has picked some good pieces. She's probably picked a couple of bad pieces. We've picked some stinkers together. <laughs> um, I'm really good at picking chairs. Like I have never six hundred dollar chairs. I have never doubted a single chair that I bought. And I the only problem is I tend to when I find a chair that I like, I tend to wear it out. So like what is considered my chair in my house is worn out right now, and I need a new chair. Um, but but yeah, I mean just you know whatever. <laughs> but I mean pressing this again, the other people's money, if. Your money will work better for you if, say, you've got a $5,000 piece of furniture. If you can get that opportunity to break it up over you know, six months, a year, whatever it may be, then that's a better use of your money instead of having all that $5,000 out at one time. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of those opportunities if you can. It is a smart decision to do that. Yeah, I mean, you can listen, if you're buying a... If you're buying a $3,000 sofa or a $10,000 bed, mattress, box springs, collection, whatever, uh, you know, it makes sense if they're going to give it to you, if they're going to give you $10,000 that you can use for a year with no interest, then why would you spend your $10,000 up front when you can borrow their $10,000 and just make sure you pay it back in a year, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that if it's a 12 month, no interest that you pay it off by the end of the 12 months and you're good. Yeah. It's fine. Um... I mean, the, the last couple of things is really, you know, making sure you're evaluating your space and what's really going to fit. Because obviously, if you get this huge, massive couch and you've got this little bitty room, then I hope people are just walking in and hurling over the side of the couch because there's no way for them to walk around it. Yeah. It's doing your research. It's really separating in your mind the difference between wants versus needs. But at the end of the day, it's something that is so crucial to your life. It's like your clothes are an expression of you. Your furniture is an expression of you. And if you're having people over, then people are going to think of you by the type of furniture you have in your house. Yes. Okay. Well, Katie, this was a little bit of floof. This this episode's been a little floofy, but uh, we, we gotta we still gotta try and come up with some takeaways for people. Something some some way to wrap this puppy up, if you know what I mean. So uh, why don't we do our bullseyes? I'll tell you what, I will even go first this week. Oh, Yeah, so um, takeaway number one, big takeaway. Furniture stores are some of the biggest um, providers of 0% interest financing. They, they, they have a lot of great deals out there where you can get furniture financed over at least a 12-month period for 0% financing. Now, Take advantage of that. Don't spend five thousand of your own dollars now when you can spend five thousand of somebody else's and pay it off over twelve months. But absolutely pay that puppy off in the twelve months that they're offering you. Because a lot of times, what these twelve month zero percent financing deals do is 
if you go past 12 months, then they hit you for all of the interest mm-hmm. at a some interest rate back to the beginning of the loan. So you want to make sure that you have it paid off when that 12-month period is closing because you don't want to get hit with back interest. So absolutely take advantage of it. Use your money for something better. Use your money for for something that will that, that will earn you more money. But be careful. Make sure you know the terms. Make sure you know when you need to have the loan that you're taking out paid off. Um, and make sure that it is paid off so that you don't get screwed. That's my bullseye. Okay, I'm going to echo off of you, Court. So my bullseye would be, that's how you pay for it. What you need to consider when you are picking furniture is make sure that it's durable. Make sure it fits with your lifestyle and it fits with what you actually need. And that you're thinking kind of longer term. Are you going to be moving? Is this going to be something you're going to have forever and hold on to for a long time? Make sure it fits within your budget. And at the end of the day, if you can, go and touch and feel it because that's so important to make sure that it is comfortable and it's exactly what you're wanting because, yeah, you've got those great opportunities for OPM, but returns are extremely hard with furniture and just kind of a pain in the butt to begin with. So I hope you will invest in your furniture and think about those staple items that you need to all have in your home. I think that's my bullseye, Court. That's your bullseye, Katie. I, You know how I know? Because... Oh, oh, there was the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of yet another, our 70th, in fact, episode of the Bullcast podcast. If you liked what you heard, then please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast beam directly into your minds every single Thursday at noon. Um, if you would like to find out more about me and Katie, more about our podcast, then please feel free to go to our website. Uh, you can leave a comment there. You can suggest an episode topic, whatever you want to do. Really, you can cuss me out if you like. I've got thick skin. Um, I'm actually, it's I'm getting thicker every day, but that's a different story. Anyway, that website is bullcastpodcast.com. Um, we also have uh, an Instagram handle. That Instagram handle is at Bullcast Podcast. And we have a Twitter handle. That Twitter handle is at Bullcast Podcast. We do tend to tweet out the occasional thing and or the occasional picture on Instagram. So uh, please feel free to follow us there as well. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, Katie mentioned earlier in the episode that we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. We're a wealth advisory firm. And if you'd like to find out more about our firm, our business, our company, our philosophy, our amazing team, and our amazing boss, David Pickler, then please feel free to go to that website. That is PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, they are correct. Advisors with an O, not an E. Well, I think I've given you everything that I need to for this week. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Kim. And we out. Bullcast.